a very um i would say interesting um topic or show tonight here on chaos rain channel as you know chaos rain as always <laughs> um today stream is titled the miseducation of the maggle now, as y'all know, I'm not familiar using these special, unique terms that's been, I would say, existence now for the last year by other men in this YouTube space. And, you know, as you know, we as men, we're very creative when we come with new terminologies and words. The term itself, you could, I guess, look it up either by YouTube or Google what a mangle is. Um, but the purpose and the premise of 
this stream today is to really show a lie in regards to men of all groups, especially black men, of this thing about what we select or pick in regards to the mating selection of men. And I find it very offensive for one particular man, which I'm going to share my video for y'all to watch. And it's done on the wonderful Miss Nicole Alicia channel. And the subject was very interesting in itself. And let me find what the name of the show is, of the stream is again. Kind of want to run off the mouth. Um, okay. I'm going to find it now. The stream itself, and mind you, I almost watched the whole entire stream, but I think I listened to enough. And I'm very destructive, distraught over it. Not really pleased about it. For this one particular man to sit here, throw terminology and terms. And maybe to keep this real, I should probably give my perspective of all this. And the way how I go about it, I might get some flack, possibly. And I say possibly. And I'm okay with that. But my thing is this. And stream it, what I've found now is the wise smart man marry smart woman. <sighs> and let's keep it real. When we talk about intelligence, intelligence varies. And really, in my view about this thing about smart and intelligence and all the categories, which I am not going to pull up the dictionary off this computer, what their meanings. Y'all can look up yourself. But when in regards to men and women, we are not the same. So let's get this clear right now. So how we view mate selection is totally different. From the opposite sex. As y'all know, as men, on the average, we deal with women that are cooperative, submissive, and supportive. And she has to look appealing, what we call sexy looking, for us to even feel aroused and sexy to like about her. To not only procreate, but to keep our interests. Remember, ladies. Men are simple. So no further ado. As I share this. And I'm about to start this in the beginning. Um, should I do it on this? Matter of fact, I got something. <laughs> Let me switch. I'm going to start this from the beginning. And there's going to be ad ad advertisement, which I'm going to hopefully to get rid of. So let me find this, this session, and I will begin. So stand by.
Okay, I found it. The spot. Um, how I'm gonna go about this? I think I'm going to just play between Nicole and the guy named Ray. And some part I might skip for commentary because it's a very lengthy stream. Um, yeah, that's the best way to go about. It. So here we go. You can hear for yourself. Let's see. Let me check. Yes, I can hear you. And it sounds okay. I was yes, having trouble sure. finding where I had you because I had a couple of uh, I have a couple of icons up on. I'll, I'll just do it from here then. Okay. So you want to go on to the one that says why uh, smart men marry smart women? Yes. So that was the title of the um, email that you sent me. And there were um, several links that, you know, I have that I could um, share. I don't know if you're on your computer or your phone or whatnot. Now, before we continue, I believe this man presented this topic to Nicole. I could be wrong, but it seemed that I don't think Nicole came up with this topic overall. I think this man has tried to, for what reason, bring up a subject about the mate selection of men in general. Well, let's continue on listening. Um, if you want to introduce what you were introducing earlier with me, was why why did you pick this topic? Why do you want to present this topic? Peace to everybody in the chat, by the way. Part, part of the reason that I wanted to talk about this is because I think it's important that uh, men who invest in themselves education-wise to elevate themselves income-wise to improve their lives, typically once they've done that type of investment, they want to associate, date, and marry women who value what they've done, and they're also attractive, attracted to those types of women. Um, are you able to bring up that, or I can go ahead and do the part on the Christian women study on why smart men marry smart women? If you want to read that part, because you, you have a- now this is where he effed up here. What Christian study has to base on what we look at in the environment and this environment or world we live in today have to do with mate selection on the average. Do you know in the church right now, there are much more, some of these women, especially sisters, are very much as freaky as the men. They are right now in church having sex right now as we speak. Some of them go as far as fuck it in the church. A lot of people don't know that. But we're not going to talk about that. Let's continue. Really cool reading voice. Really uh, if not, I can go over it as well. Which um, The second yeah. paragraph. Okay, I, and that's if you have that, if you have that up, I don't have. I I opened the links, but okay, um, I don't have the email open, so I have to get the open. But in the meantime, if you can read that, yeah, I, I'll go ahead and read it. Okay. So, in the Christian Woman Study, why smart men marry smart women? It's a Harris Interactive poll of high earning and graduate educated men. Of these successful men, 71% said a woman's career or educational success makes her more desirable as a wife. 68% reported that smart women make better mothers. 
and 90% of high achieving men said that they want to marry or that they were already married to a woman who is as intelligent as they are or more so. Plus the men said that they were looking for an equal companion who could co-create the kind of future they wanted. And when I- I'm gonna stop right here. And the reason why I pause, make sure my fingers adjust it. He said, from what they found, the study, and I'm not sure where I could find these links. I'm about to ask Hip Nicole. I don't know if I could do it tonight because it's already past time. Of since when did we find that the men today that this study said women that have degrees make better mothers? My number one question to ask is this based overall or this is based off race? That's the question any person should ask when they come across this video. Because last time I checked, other races of women have no problem going to school and finding a man and doing what they should be doing while the man does what he should be doing. That's why I tell people many times, you have to be careful of every little study that talks the picture about certain information, but in reality, when you see the environment you're in, it does not equate. It does not add up. But let's continue. I read that that pretty much says what I'm seeing with the type of men that I see um, in my circle, in my life. You know, men who are, uh, you know, orthodontists, their wives tend that I know, lawyers, um, uh, even a lot of the pastors that I know, their wives usually have a minimum of bachelor's degree. And they usually met in college or they met in professional circles or even in their social circles they met. So saying that a woman's education does not matter is, in my view, discouraging those women's accomplishment. And we also need to encourage more Black American men to get formal higher education. Uh, because right now we have 12% of Black men over the age of 25 who completed at least a bachelor's degree. When you get to master's and professional degree, that thins out to about 7%. So right now, when we have a situation where you have more black women in medical school, dental school, law school, and graduate programs, they're coming out and they're having a pretty nice life. They're able to live well, and these guys who are trashing out their education or saying negative things about their education, that's not good because these women will enhance your quality of life if you appreciate them, respect what they've done, and value them and their accomplishments. And that's kind of what I was coming from in that. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, okay, so you're saying a lot. Okay, so it to me, it is a self-explanatory statement to say that um, smart people want to be with smart people because you... It, I mean, I, I don't know how else to say it. It's kind of obvious. Like, some of these articles, when I'm reading through them, and I mean, I haven't gone through them in detail, but I'm, you know, skimming through things and looking. And a lot of it is like common sense. If I'm a smart person and I have myself together, I make six figures, I do what I'm supposed to do with my life. Um, I'm looking to make, you know, 
more money over the course of my lifetime as I work, uh, I'm not going to be with a, a dumb. I'm not going to be with somebody. Not necessarily saying a person who is um, like they are ambitious, they're intelligent, and they could make more money. I'm saying a person who wants to stay where they are. You know, and that could be you know part of my animus talking. I don't know, but to me that makes sense. Okay. Things have changed over the years. The people that are writing the articles or something is something that I look at because. <laughs> Excuse me. Sorry about that. Of all the articles that, uh, well, most of the articles, I can't say all necessarily, but the most articles that I picked out, even the books um, that were in the email um, that you sent me, these are well-off white women, primarily. I I could be mistaken, but it seems, okay, Deborah Deborah Stiegel, the authors, um, let's see. This was written by Dr. Diane Kirshner. Her picture on the website. She's clearly a white woman. Mm-hmm. I think she's a white woman. Um, Motherly is a website where white women go to learn about feminine stuff. And so I, I have to ask the question, you know, who are they talking to? I'll tell you who they're talking to, Nicole. This man found a study that only depicts of non- White people. This study only focuses on white people, not black people. So when they do a study, they're not looking at the equation of all Americans. They're talking about them. One second. All right, let's continue. On the motherly website, there's been a um, video of a white woman sitting on a bed, and she's it's a featured video about, like, you know, uh, something that would be promoting this um, topic. And it's saying, it literally is asking the question do men prefer big breasts or big brains? Now, looking at this now, it, it's at this point in time right now, socioeconomically, it would behoove a man to look at, you know, a woman's abilities. Um, unfortunately, a lot of women are not at that position where we are able to have something to bring to the table except, you know, physical looks. And so what I'm looking at is like the faultiness in some of the papers that were that were presented, some of the papers that were given. The study that you just talked about, um, no more Christine Whelan, the title, or I'll just summarize again. So the men who were successful, these are high-earning, graduate-educated men. 71% said a woman's career makes her more powerful as a wife. However, um, I don't know the parameters of the study. I can't go by what a person says and in a website that's entitled Love in 90 Days. Love in 90 Days.com. Smart okay. men, very smart women. And you know, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I see just that because it synopsized the book real quickly so that we would have Oh, to- yeah, sure. But I would like you to review my analysis of it. 
with my commentary. So if you don't mind going yeah, no problem. I was just now there's a problem. This man Thomas said he wants to go for his commentary from what he has read. But I'm gonna have to go with Nicole in this one because the study you're reading, they're looking at it through the lens of a Eurocentric standard through their eyes, not us. And to be honest with you, I'll be honest with y'all. A lot of European men, white men especially, don't really, if they're college or they got a degree or where level education they have achieved, don't on the average go seek what they call smart women or women that have degrees as well, on the average. And why I say this, because certain European men slash Caucasian men go to school too, but some also are white collar as well. You get that? If you hear the average white male, he rap for a woman that doesn't really reach a certain level because then it's going to have perception that she's going to be smart or above him in regards to so-called education. But we all know most European women, or they call Miss Ants, know they play their role well when they're around their men. So they're able to keep that in check for now, for some. But in regards to black people, black women, it's a totally different ball game. The more education she get, the less higher up, if she gets higher up, less the pool of men that she can attain, especially the men of her own group. So we're going to hear what this dude has to say, his own analysis on this crap that he read. I was just, you know, trying to look at it logically from from a from a woman's perspective, um, because uh, just because, and, and from a scientist's perspective, if they, if it's one thing to put statistics out there about a study, but I have to look at where they put those statistics. Okay. You know, that, that's and you're you're right because now. Miss Nicole, you're using what we call common sense, which enough of our people should need to start using more, especially people that got fucking degrees. And this is what I've noticed. A lot of people that's black, African, or whatever, that got these degrees, their intellect is very much stifled. They don't use common sense no more. They're not able to rationalize a little bit better. They're not really thinking critically or long-term of not only the effects of the, the education they get, but they're not able to think for themselves. What I'm starting to notice. And these people that got degrees. And the higher degree, the less they're able to think for self. So, let's go on. Information to you as well. And in, in future, if we're going to do that, I'll go to the source uh, for that. On I, I, I pretty much got that one because it synopsized the book pretty well. But look uh, at my writings, though. Look at my writings from me that's independent from me. So I did note the comment on the section that says, assortative dating has become the new normal for high-achieving Black men. And so when we define assortative mating based on socioeconomic status, that is the tendency of humans to mate within their socioeconomic peer group, that is, those with similar social standing, job prestige, educational attainment, or economic background as themselves. 
So then when we when I define it, and this these are my writings now. This is not uh from them. This is mine. Now, I did go afterwards and cite uh Dr. David Bainbridge, but these are my writings right now. So why do smart men marry smart women? Successful men are seeking wives who will be partners and confident confidants for winning and securing the good life. Empire building and what is this good life you talking about, Mr. Ray? I want you to be more clear and elaborate on this garbage. You're saying partner. That's my check. You and this woman, once you decide to marry her, there's no really actual partnership. It's just you have to play the bigger bulk in the role in the marriage as the leader, provider, protector, etc. When I hear this word about partnership, that sounds like some type of feminist nonsense. And that's something that the women from our group push more partnership in this stupidness. I'm not really down with the partnership, but that's another story. Men, that is, highly accomplished, financially successful men do, in fact, prefer to marry women that are both beautiful and intelligent. <laughs> One, because these men are smart and want to mate with a partner who is also smart. Two, because accomplished men want smart children to take over their financial legacies they have established and smart women that is high iq women produce smart children and i also state further and higher education language proficiency such as fluency in multiple languages as well as competency in a career or business are strong all strong indicators of intelligence furthermore the strongest predictor of a child's academic success is the education level of his mother. This is why elite men tend to seek out women with these backgrounds to build their family legacies. So those were the types of things, but that's me talking. Yeah, and so I agree with you more than, um, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I agree with you more, what you said more than what I was um, reading in some of the articles. Why? Because the articles, as I was, I was um, saying earlier, many of those articles are written by women who are in a privileged, from a, they're coming from a privileged uh, position mm-hmm. as palm-colored women. Um, they're coming from a protected position as palm-colored women. So they don't see the world the way you and I would see the world. And I don't see the world necessarily the same way that you would see it. Um, so I agree with what you're saying. I don't have a lot of um, uh, pushback on what you said. My issue is on some of the things they were mentioning. I can feel and hear the feminist propaganda in some of the articles um, and I can I can hear some of the um, like it's a, a, a sarcastic air to some of the things that are said in these articles. And I, and I have to keep reminding myself who is the author, you know, and a lot of times when they say, oh, when I read articles in Psychology Today, for instance, mm-hmm. and education um, magazines and stuff, and they'll say something. Um, about males, they will have to say it in a joking manner. They're being serious, but they have to like have some sarcasm or something behind it. And I'm like, you look stupid doing that. They can't just be straight up. 
like you were. And so I'm very appreciative of, of your words. I have the page now, the email, um, and I'm listening as you're speaking. And then let's. And facts. It goes again that there is propaganda. And mind you, the person who writes this, we have to be mindful and use our logic that is speaking for their perspective. And it is speaking from a privilege and entitlement because their man still runs the society here in America. Besides the world, his grip is kind of slipping in regards to control and power, the European man. Um, not going to that. But we have to be honest here that a lot of people, when we think about intelligence and IQ, and I've been still hearing this saying with a lot of black men about this IQ nonsense. And this is my conclusion again. The IQ was designed in Nazi Germany. Why? It's designed to exterminate people of what they deem have less intellect and were unworthy genetics. I want black people to hear me well. These people that have been eating dog shit and from the caves for centuries and was trained and learned and got all their understanding and intelligence from us as people, from the Egyptians to the Moors. And still today, I find black people still teach them because they still learn everything and steal from us. How is somebody that came from yesterday going to define what is intelligent? I want people to sit down and think this rational. You know why a lot of black people take serious of the IQ test? Because by default, they feel in their mind that they are inferior. They have to take a test to prove to the people that they still feed off of them through their natural gifts and insight, which they can pay off to prove that they're not stupid, they're not animals, monkeys, etc. The cherry you produce as men and women, and I say this nicely, is not a stupid child. Now, in regards to deformities and certain things the child might develop, that's highly possible because the environment we live in is very toxic, very pollution-like atmosphere, air, water, and food is contaminated. It's possible you could have that in a child. And I says possibility. I'm not sure what the percentage is where you could develop like Down syndrome um, ADHD or some of these symptoms that affect the child in a development where they could be functioning humans in society. That's a possibility. But in regards to actual intelligence and awakening natural genius of black children, especially black boys, it's as easy as, as making and baking food. What I mean by this, they talk about the high Q sort. I've known there is some circling right now, which I cannot share, of a 12-year-old boy that's now going to be an engineer and potentially might work for NASA. And he's in college now at age 12 years old. That's one of many stories. Another story of other young children that's what they consider quote-unquote gifted that's able to retain information and learn so-called fast at a young age. 
The one question I always ask people this. What does the parents do, the mother or father do to awaken the natural genius of their children? I wait. Because genius does not, you just don't get born and you're able to do mathematics, read and write arithmetic within as you're a baby and then you get it like that in a couple months. No, that's not how it works. All intellect and all awakening, you as a parent have to put in the natural work to teach your child. Reinforce basics. If you want to teach your child sign language, you as a person has to be able to take up the book or find a video and you sit there work and practice it with your child. And the more hours you put into it, the more that not only you learn it, but your baby learns it. Same thing as reading. I remember Mr. B.J.S. Igmore said, if a mother reads 30 minutes a day to the child, it will work wonders. And how they're able to grasp and able to articulate the words and prove their comprehension reading when a matter of months and how we could say year or two in less time. But you're only going to achieve this once you as a parent is not lazy as fuck. And you have to teach this to your child. The school system only has your child seven to eight hours a day. What do you do after seven, eight hours a day? With your babies after they come from the de educators that don't teach them shit. Should be my number one ask question I ask every parent, especially the mother that's raising these boys from zero to 18. This is not rocket scientists. I want people to understand me clear. Every child learns differently. Now, every child's going to learn so fast if you're not putting the work to teach them the basics and reinforce it at home, not just outside the school system. You can see uh, many more of our children succeed very well. But what I find is that in this society, with this black culture, we love and indulge mediocrity. Less achievement for black boys, especially. They will harp and push more the girls, but want to undermine their boys. I've seen it. As much as a lot of women don't hear this, and God that we going to hear it tonight. You love to see your child be undermined and be maldeveloped, under development. So I'm going to continue playing on this. Try to get that out of the way. Go back to my parts, okay, because I did that kind of to fill in on some things. But let's go to my parts where I say top tier men date for beauty and intelligence. And at the top of that, we look at attorney Bakari Sellers, who's a South Carolina uh, state legislature and his wife, Dr. Ellen Rucker-Sellers. He is also uh, at a major law firm. He's a Morehouse grad as well as a South University of South Carolina law school grad. And he's practices law in uh, Columbia, South Carolina. You might see him from time to time on MSNBC commentating, but his wife, uh, Mr. Doctor. In addition to that, let me just tell this is coming from me. Top two men date women for beauty and intelligence. So I've stated that smart, accomplished, financially established black men looking for love, marriage, and then the baby carriage have become strategic in finding the right type of woman who respects his intelligence, good life choices, moral values, and financial achievements. Smart black men have learned to date and made for beauty and intelligence 
class and education, as well as values and compatibility. And so we talked about another paragraph. In addition, her personality, demeanor, education, and speaking skills, as well as her ethics and moral values all come into play in this mating game for upper-tier men. Then I wanted to start uh, on the part where airheads and ratchets are not winning with true high-value men. The point is, just being pretty isn't enough in the real world of men. And truth be told, pretty ratchets are not winning with high-value men. Maybe among a few pro athletes and entertainers, but among the smart elite men that run the society's top businesses, as well as the black men that do those things like the Bakari sellers and institutions, ratchet behavior doesn't make the cut. So that's what I'm saying. Now, those articles, and we live in a, a predominantly white well-being, the elite that rules society are predominantly white. But my article came out because black men's lives will be enhanced if you're on that level when you get with an educated woman who can um, be intellectually on your level, who has enough to tell you to get you, to rise your, raise your game, to encourage you while you're in graduate school or you're trying to do these businesses or whatever you're trying to do. A smart woman will enhance all of that. And if you look at the elite white men, they tend to marry smart women. I mean, you know, uh, Jerry Jones, who owns the Dallas Cowboys, his wife graduated from school uh, with him. She was Miss Arkansas, but she graduated. We talked in the article about how Peyton Manning, who won the Super Bowl twice, his wife has a master's in education, whereas Cam Newton and Terrell Owens have four children out of wedlock, and they haven't accomplished those types of things. So I am standing up for the importance that we need more black American men in higher education, killing it in STEM, uh, killing it in uh, even in the liberal arts, going to top law schools and kicking ass and not making excuses about they need a woman with a high school diploma or less pregnant who would only uh, have children that can't function well in a modern competitive competitive digital economy. And so that's what I was standing up for. I understand, I understand that. And I appreciate that. That uh, now that you're breaking it down, I know it's hard to get some of those things across. And I understand what you were saying in the email. However, we also, you know, and I know you noticed it in your email, probably when you were typing it, there is racial disparity that's there. Mm-hmm. So that cannot be seen. That is not an excuse for um, not even going to bat and attempting to hit the ball, you know, even allowed in the arena. Um, Let me pause one second. Um, How you doing, Femi? Welcome. Um, I'll say this, Femi. Don't be fooled what this man is telling you. Because if you listen good, what he's saying. He's saying that the men that are smart and intelligent and are what he considers in certain fields. If you didn't listen good, Femi, and listen to me good, sweetie. He's saying that they, on the average, should be getting to women that have a bachelor's degree or any of the same or higher so-called training status like them. Do you get me? And 
I'm not sure if you have a four-year degree, um, Femi. If you want to tell me, that's fine. If not, it's okay. But he's actually talking about the that a man that's in a certain um he went to school and got a degree should marry and procreate someone that also went to school and got a degree. So if you're not fall into that area, Femi, he is not talking about you. So when you talk about say, where are these men at? He's telling you right here in this audio clip that these men they don't search for on the average a woman if you're not at that same level or statue or you're not around networking with these type of men. Not saying you can't get these men, but he's talking about this. Oh, what's this? No, I know. Yeah, so if you don't got, let's say, um a bachelor's degree of any higher education, and not saying a regular bachelor, like something in what he said, like STEM or those higher type of more rigorous degrees, right? This will not apply to you on the average. Can you get them? Possibly. And I say possibly. But here's the trick, Femi. Listen to me good. I don't want you to take shame what I'm about to say or give me, um, you might give me pushback. That's fine. That you have to fit yourself a certain way as a woman so that way you're able to attract these type of men. Through his logic. Listen good. Through his logic. Not say you can't get no man that, that has some sense. No. To get the man that what he's saying here, you gotta be college educated. Do you get me, Femi? Because in college with degree, you're around a certain network of these men in those areas. Or you know, young boys that are men in school becoming these type of professions. It's like a circle. If you're not in that circle, you're not gonna get access to those have men that you look that you ask it for so let's continue i hope that was clear or whatever it's called the stadium you're not even allowed there you know much less allowed to sell tickets out front or popcorn and i'm going to challenge you on that i apologize for interrupting go ahead and finish please because if you if, if if I'm a young person, 18 years old, you know, or let's say we have a young man who's 18 years old and he cannot um, and his grandfather, his father, you know, they did not go into STEM. They didn't have those opportunities. How are they supposed to train the young boy, the young man to go into those particular fields? You don't wake up at 18 years old and or 10 years old and know about. Uh, and have this awakening all of a sudden and have this desire for, for science and technology. It starts at home. It starts with a young child, five, six years old. I was put into... Uh, exactly, Nicole. Just like I said earlier. A person has to be presenting this to your children at Roughly five years old. Once they're able to speak, walk, and able to, you know, have an understanding. Usually number six is the age where an old Russian saying from Russian, I don't know if his name is Vladimir, said, if I have your child at six years old, they are mine forever. Because that is the, the point of no return. Five to six years old. That's where they're ready to infuse a lot of material and teachings of basics 
starting from the, the maybe well not ABC, but starting on the regular stuff. Usually ABCs and all that math, that should be taught by age one or two, at least. Random age. You can start early. Teach them like, you know, one ABC numbers. But as they get to that age, that's where, you know, you want to, that's where the, the, the point where you of no return, start teaching those little small basics so they can get where they need to be, especially with engineering and all forms that requires certain math, trigonometry, calculus. You get me? So these require more advanced, you know, stuff. But like I said, the younger, the better. And that's something as a parent, if you're not well versed, you're not gonna be able to present it to your own child. Not to saying that you as a lazy parent that you don't do nothing. You still try to put your children in a position so they're in a direction to give them the options so that they will get comfortable with the science and technology, or we call STEM. You have to put your children in a position if you're not well-versed in that area. That's the only way you're going to go. So what I said earlier, when the codes revealed, I have said just now. Let's continue. Feminine and you know stereotypically feminine and you know stereotypically masculine you know activities as a child starting around four or five years old. You know I played piano, I played soccer, I did ballet, mm-hmm. I did tap. You know did those things. I did Girl Scouts. I played basketball. You know I did those things as a little kid. You know and because my parents wanted me to be well rounded, I made the decision later to go into STEM, to go. I wanted to be a doctor primarily, you know. Um, I wanted to be specifically an orthopedic surgeon. That's what I wanted to do, you know. And I realized, like, it may be better for me, more lucrative for me financially to go into graduate school. And, you know, I still, I would actually make more money and I would have more responsibility, you know, and I would be able to do a lot more with that, that particular job. I had to make that decision. But I didn't get there overnight. You know, my dad, my mom constantly going with me, helping me, pushing me. My mom would sometimes be soft on me, but my dad never, he was never soft on me. He never let me give, give up. You know, I'm like, we training and stuff outside, doing whatever we're doing. And I'm like, I can't, I can't do it anymore. You know, eight, nine years old, I can't do it. You get up, you're going to do it. You're going to keep going, going to keep fighting. You treated us all the same, you know, and so, my point is, like, if you have a child, like a young man or a young, or young girl, um, young boy, young girl, you have to, it has to start at home. You have, like, getting women in the position where you will put your son into male-dominated spaces to be trained and raised up properly. You know, you will do that, you know. I agree. Which, and that's where, where the rubber meets the road. I'm not sure if any ladies still in the um, chat room listen to me. Hear me well, ladies. Anyone y'all have sons, there are two ways you're going to play this, sweeties. Either you let the man do what he has to and spend whatever time he has with his son, or you give full and forth for all cussing, give him straight to the father after he reaches her age. I prefer around seven or eight. And the most maybe close to nine. The reason why, because there's a certain element how we raise children. There's certain things father demand of their sons. 
because most fathers on the average, and listen to me good ladies, and I hope this people share this, their fathers want their sons to be better than them. That's his honest truth. There is no such thing on the average as a man just walks off on his children. That's bullshit. And most dudes, on the average, if they had the option, which they do, and the system was not hitting them up or attacking the way it is how the woman likes to play these games, that it should not be a problem that your your son should be able to have access to his father, and his father should be able to parent as he pleases. Because, like I said, you're going to get a better result if that man is involved. But I understand why most women don't do this. Because the power struggle is more of a controlling factor. Who's this? Oh, how you doing? I'm Miss Cherry. I said 7, 8 is usually, I would say maybe 9, because as you know, Bomb, well, actually, I can't tell you, Bob, because you are married. So this doesn't really apply to you because you're still with your husband. But for the average woman, you know, if you're going to be raising these boys, you have to start as they get a little older. Let the man have your sons for the rest of their growing development in their later years, particularly before they hit 10. You want to give both you and your mate. Roughly maybe 10 years apart of the, the boy child, at least, because they said a child is an adult at 18 years old. And normally, 18 years old, there's two options a boy does. Either you go to school, well, I mean, go to college, get a trade, or go to the military. Now, some people said children could work. That's one element, but we prefer that most boys to get some type of skill. Or learn something. And those are only two or three options they have. When it comes to the man's side, if he's around his father. Those are the options the, the son have with the father. Other than that, we don't do this little shack up where, you know, boys, they stay on one parent for 0 to 18 and develop the little, I guess, sissy habits. Or they call feminine tendencies. All we want, little issues that young boys develop as they become boys. Young men that we hear now that they develop, but you alleviate that problem by giving the rest of the custody to the men. Now, in regards to these dudes walking out, there's no thing of a walkout with responsibility. I'm hearing this a lot of times that women just say the man just walk out. If you're not married to the to the man, the mate, most likely you're co-parenting in an unstructured society. And with co-parent, the way how this relationship with, with us in this community, it's all over the place. Now, usually with marriage, there's always if people divorce, there is so-called custody battle, which you know, people that has gone through it, they know the problems of that. But if you're not married as a woman with a mate, and let's say for whatever reason the male walks off, which probably they do, the only thing you could do as a woman, you have to make it a way where you have to entice them to still be involved with the boys of your son's life. 
And you know what to do, ladies. I'm not telling you what you should be doing. You know what to do. But this is not, you know, the babble for this. I just want to give my little insight insight of that. I hope that was clear, Mr. Bomb Cherry. All right, good. I'm going to continue playing the audio. That, they, that it will happen, it's not going to happen because you can't, you know, even the environment changing as quickly as it is, it's not going to force some women are stuck in their ways. You know, they're like a mule of mud. They're not going anywhere. They don't want to go anywhere. And if that means the detriment of their sons, and so be it. That's just where they are right now. Mm-hmm. You know, I, that's just those are just my not feelings. And I agree with you on that, Nicole. The parenting is is essential, uh, okay. and, and education, and it starts from zero to five years old. It starts mm-hmm. at young, and this is why the intelligence level, the the, the social economic status of the mother and all. But mm-hmm. let's go back to the when you said kid that comes out of school, grew up with his grandparents, and he does. The best thing that we can do for those types of kids to give them a really good start, those men, is to, uh, as uh, similar as Dr. Dunbar did, is encourage them to go to a historically black college, preferably in, in the South, and give them to get their grounding there and couple that with ROTC, Recruiting Officers Training Corps. Yeah. That's another one I think I sent you about how historically black colleges um, develop black young men into officers and gentlemen. And I sent you an article on Valiant Cross Academy about how education, but see, when you have this poor parenting and you have people on the way back, um, Angry Man put a video up called F a College Degree. And if you're telling our young men that higher education, when we're not there already, it's not important, and you're discouraging them, and you're exacerbating the difficulty of black women like yourself coming in contact with men who value and respect and appreciate what you've done with your life. But if a brother has gone to Morehouse and he gets him a PhD from Howard or the University of Michigan or the University of California at Berkeley, and he comes across a fine young woman like yourself and he wants to shoot his shot, He's going to have a better chance than somebody making excuses. Because I can tell you, my friend who graduated number two in her class, uh, who went to Rice University and kicked ass and looked up Rice, went to Washington U Medical School. She's not hearing it. And she is attractive. She's about five, four, and 120 pounds. She's got her own OBGYN practice. She got game. And she's always dated uh, men kind of on her level. Since I graduated from college, I've never dated any women that have not been college graduates. So it's, it's, you kind of get in those circles, but we have to do a better job. But discouraging these young men is not going to do it. And uh, we, we can do another uh, live stream later when we talked about Valiant Cross Academy by the Brock Brothers in uh, Montgomery, Alabama, teaching these young men from kindergarten, helping them meet doctors, helping them getting their academic skills together. And these are poor kids and helping them be one of the top federal judges in Alabama. And you sitting here eight years old and you're meeting with the top black federal judge in Alabama and you're, you're going to museums, you're going to. So it is a parental responsibility like your parents did. And yeah. it's very hard to do those things without having parents involved. Yeah. No, you have to. Um. 
Let me stop right there. Mr. Ray said a lot. He talks about the black man getting PhDs, which is fine. Depending on what PhD you're getting, I have no problem with that. The only problem I have is when he got mad of another conscript, what he said before, about a man said F college. And I have no problem with what the man said about fuck college. We have to be honest here as people to what we're doing. I want people to hear me clear and hear me, hear me good. There are black people that's already in college. Some either they finish or don't finish. And most of them, they go as far as maybe the bachelors. And the more they go up, they might get a master's and PhD, which is really not much a high percentage of people getting PhDs. The point I'm saying is this. What you do with this so-called miseducation is another thing. There are many people with degrees, but we're not doing nothing or have nothing to show for it. You must understand. And a good example is this. Dr. Boyce Watkins, who also got a PhD in finance, in economics, and I think it's um, MBA or wherever, he has very high um, PhD in that area. These are other black men that don't tell you the, the thing about this PH nonsense or this college situation. You're only learning just enough just to secure a job working for somebody else on the average. No matter if it's not average, as the entire as the whole. Most people that go to school are only working for somebody else. Let's keep let's keep keep 100. And in doing so, you're not gonna build no wealth. I'm sorry, black people to hear this, but this is the honest truth. You gotta understand the middle class was only an experiment here in America. And I said an experiment that was only supposed to run its course for roughly almost close to 75 years. Why I mean by this? Because a lot of people don't check the history that the middle class didn't really really establish in America until after World War II. What was America like before World War II? There was an upper and lower class. What you see today in the 21st century, we are now heading right back to that upper and lower class. There is, in the world, especially in America, and we could say outside America is different, but the same rules apply. There is no such thing as middle. Throughout history, there's always the top and there's the lower. Get me? And knowing this, that your degree only facilitates you to just be known and recognized to work for somebody that established a corporation that doesn't even got a degree. I can name a few people, the same white people that you work for, don't got even a bachelor's degree. Mark Zuckerberg. Um, Steve Jobs. And I can't name much more because I have to Google the names to find others. But it's not surprising. Even someone now that got business now don't even, not even attended a four-year university. Hell, some of them even finished high school. But it never hit me that 
these people never went to school like every other citizen in America. But they run major corporations and hire people that went out to school just to get a job for somebody that did not even qualify or did the same work like everybody else. So we should ask ourselves as black people, what are these people that run corporations learning that we're not learning as people? Because there are a lot of people in our communities that have these degrees, but the community is not even better. Matter of fact, it's actually getting worse. Because now the the amount of debt that black people accumulate and the one that's holding most of the debt is black women, it shows you that we're not building shit with this direction. And I remember when Amos Wilson said it best in his lectures about this educated Negro. He always asks, when we get educated, it's not for our survival, it's for, to, for somebody else's self-preservation, for work for somebody else. And we as black people now more than ever have not gotten around that in over a century now. Or nearly a century. I know a few college students that have changed majors because not because they can't do the work, but they know the reality is they're going to have to find something that will give them instant money or where they're going to get better out of the return than going for the higher up education, the engineer, STEM, etc. And really, we do need more science, STEM, and some people that's doing all the other things that's in the technological world. But it boils down that what are you doing with this education? A lot of education we take and we learn is always for individual means only. And it doesn't really help us collect, especially in America, which most of the wealth is still hold by 90 per or what percent of others that got the same degrees, but most of the corporations that they establish is created by other Caucasians within their groups. So I want y'all to marinate on that as I continue on with this. Understand now when it comes to AM, when it comes to AM reminds me of one of my cousins, okay, straight up. Uh, one of my cousins on my dad's side, like same complexion, same attitude, you know, same swag, everything, same money game, everything. Like that's him, you know. And um, you know, he has the same it's funny how he has very similar sentiments to that, but you you can't go in on AM. And I have respect for AM because of his hustle. Can't go in, you know, there's a reason why guys like that have that hustle. You know, I didn't have that hustle. I didn't have to have that hustle. You know, there, that's... I, I, I believe I can go in there. And if you want us to stand up for academic excellence, I can go on and somebody stand up for college. Too. But you can't who are college graduates who compete in the 21st century digital economy. You can't contradict yourself with that because when on one on one hand you say that that's problematic for him to have that sentiment, but on the other hand you say it starts in a home. And let me stop right there with to educate this fuckboy Ray. You're not competing if you work for somebody fucking else. That that's just the honest truth. How are you compete in the 21st century and you're not even creating the business to scale up? enough as a click as black fucking people to be able to compete. Cause that's my I check. You can't compete working with the same institution that 
hire you. You're not competing. So scratch that shit about you competing. All right. So that's all I'm going to say. Let's continue playing this, man. It's not supporting in the home that he has three sons that he's saying after college degree, his sons will have to compete in a society where a college education is very important. He is in Research Triangle Park in North Carolina. You know that as a, it's the University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill, and North Carolina State. He is in one of the top uh, academic areas of the country to be saying F a college degree for black men to hear that. And we're supposed, y'all have asked us to stand up for academic excellence, that when men say things out of order like that, that they're not helping us in advance, and they're not coming through through these institutions except to cause damage to a lot of women. When they trash these women for getting their education and they're not there with them and doing the same thing, they are just making a lot of, they're just making a lot of mistakes. They need to be at Alabama A&M, uh, Prairie View A&M, North Carolina Now, I saw somebody in the comment section talk about the obstacles. And I understand, I hear you, brothers, the ones that left that comment as obstacles. But in life, it's always an obstacle. And this is not something new that we as men deal with. You know, and we dealt with worse. So I don't want no barrier in regards because there's obstacles that we should not try to still achieve whatever we're trying to accomplish. You know, so I don't want people to keep referring to this obstacle. So I'm not going to attempt to do it. I just want men that's listening to us or anybody that's about to play back. Don't go by that. You always got to keep fried, you know. Okay. I agree with what Herbert's saying in the chat. He, you're, he's saying that you're ignoring the obstacles. There are a lot of obstacles in the way for a lot of young men. The fact that you have, the fact that I have young black men, older black men who are principal investigators, who run their own laboratories, who I have to, I have to answer to. There are black men in DC and New York. I have to answer to myself. Because they run certain divisions, certain units that I would, I would never dream of run, you know. <laughs> but their parents, sometimes it's not about, the other thing is, you said it started with the family. There's two things to that, at minimum. One is your, your family sees something in you that they know can transpire and can transform you and, and become something that's concrete and tangible. <laughs> that thing, your parents sometimes see something in you. Sometimes they push you. Because they know you can take it. You know, they push you because they know this child can take it. This child is strong willed. This child has been, you know, has tried to be independent since the day they was born. You know, I know I can push them. I know they can go to the highest, they can go to the links, you know, and they'll be able to carry themselves. And that's one less child I have to really worry about because they're going to be independent. You know, everybody can't get it through the education system. I've had students I have mentored myself who couldn't get it. Through the education system now some of them actually make almost as much as i do and with, with what i have and i'm like really you know because they got it in the mud they had an idea they wanted to be entrepreneur they were science majors and they dropped out of science major and went into business or went into law or went into something else one of the students i mentor right now my mentor right now she's a postdoc at johns hopkins 
Okay, she was one of my one of my students. I was a TA for her, for the class, forty by forty students. You know, shout out Dr. Ingram. She's in. She's at Hopkins right now. Johns Hopkins. She works with a bunch of stuff, bunch of crazy stuff. <laughs> she does. Y'all think my work is crazy? Oh my God, her stuff is off the chain. So that the point is, a lot of people back in the day, Lashan did. You know, a lot of my students, Lashan, Roderick, Maria, Mario. I mean, you know, Brittany, 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 and Brittany. I had four Britneys in one class. I had a lot of kids that came through my classes of T8. And uh, all my kids, like, they all didn't get it, like, you know, with the so-called silver spoon. They all didn't get it the way I got it. Some of them got it out the mud. Some of them came from L.A. and was in Georgia because they didn't, their grandmother didn't want them to go to the game. Okay. You know? I, I hear you. And, and I don't believe I'm going to you know, I'm just saying, like, it's, it's when you talk about, and that's one situation, when you talk about, you know, that, it does start from home, and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm just saying, but you have, there are so many obstacles out there. Father is telling you the a college education. What obstacle am I ignoring? I'm challenging that. I'm saying that we, the people who are parents, and also people in the community, need to be telling these men, hey, man, you're pretty smart. I'm, I'm impressed that you finished algebra. You take an analytical geometry now. I'm impressed with the fact that you're in robotics class, that you're going to robotics camps. We need to be encouraging those boys when they're doing those types of things. We need to be inspiring them. So we have people thinking that uh, being cool, being swag, and I, and I can understand the swag thing, but the swag did not develop us uh, Facebook, uh, the swag did not develop worldwide technology, which is the largest black multi-billion-dollar company in the U.S. And swag has its place, but I want high levels of competence, where where these guys can start out in Alabama A&M and finish up with a master's in electrical engineering at Auburn or Texas Tech or Georgia Tech. I want to see these guys coming out of North Carolina A&T. And another thing I do want to say. Let's do the average. And maybe if I have time, I might Google it. The top universities in America is Harvard, I believe Yale, um, the one in California. I think there's one in New York. And I forgot the other one in some other states, but these are top universities in, of college. And the one thing Ray has never really discussed, he talks about these degrees, but he never talks about one of the things that any black person, man or woman, especially male, that he never emphasized is you should be focusing while if you're in these universities, and let's see again, one of them those type of degrees or anything less than degree, that you should be building a sense of a network. I rarely hear talk about building networks and this whole entire conversation. And you must understand, the most of that get the jobs is not what you know, is who you know. And that's one thing that Ray has not really discussed throughout the whole entire stream. And when y'all go back and play Listen for yourself. You understand what I'm saying. Because that's where it really matters. And if you're not going to build your network, 
it doesn't matter what you are able to understand or regurgitate, it's worthless. The civil engineering degree and going to MIT and doing like uh, Ron McNair did. Oh, at MIT. Forgot about that. Thank you for bringing that, Ray. Come out with a PhD. And that starts with, you said, the home, the family, and community encouraging those men. We do understand that those are, there are obstacles. There were greater obstacles for our grandparents. There yes, were sir. greater obstacles for our parents. And these, this is the 21st century, and we can overcome those obstacles, but we've got to have the correct mindset and not let those obstacles be excuses for failure. And a lot of these parents are failing their children by not encouraging them, not being partnered with these teachers, not being involved with these schools, and everybody else is coming here, taking opportunities that we should be uh, experiencing and fulfilling now. And as a woman, when you get to this level, you would have a shortage of men, and he doesn't have to have a PhD. Maybe he has a JD, maybe he has an MBA, and he's an assistant vice president at Bank of America, and he wants to shoot his shot, and you know that, okay, he can offer me a quality of life, he respects your education, he respects what you're doing with your life, or you want somebody that's making all kind of excuses why he got two children from two different women, and he's trying to get a job here and there, and can't be employed. We've got to we got to challenge that. And I understand that, but we've got to challenge that and, and and encourage them and help them as much as we can to overcome that. Yeah, I understand. Like I, my thing is, I'm not gonna talk down on that a person's decision and what they made. And I understand George Frazier. George Frazier. I made a comment. He said, "College puts you to work for other people, not yourself." And BGS, what's up? What's going on? Shout out to BGS. Salute to the master teacher. College can be an excellent I was still, I'm not, I wasn't finished talking, but I was. No, it's cool, it's cool. Um, but uh, BGS was saying you need both, and I agree, you do need both. It's just, it's hard for some people, you know, thinking of it. I remember, you know what, I'm going to break it down. I remember one time, because it stuck with me. AM said one time, he's working with his grandmother. And he can, you know, he can cuss me out, whatever, later on when he hears this. But he said he and his grandma, um, his grandma, she got a check every month and she brought it. All right, hold on, guys, one second. All right, sorry about that, guys. Let me continue. $365 a month. I remember that, and uh, it was on BG, one of BGS's streams. I think it was last year or something. And he mentioned that he said we didn't have that much. You know, my grandma really didn't know about you know a lot of stuff going on. And it's the same with my grandmother. Like my grandmother was half a step above a slave. She was a sharecropper. Okay, and so um, her mother, my great grandmother, pretty much was a slave. Okay, and because um, I mean sharecropping ain't but a half step out of slavery. Basically, on the same land just the plantation house is just a house now you know but um you still working you got a little house where the slave quarters used to be and it's a little house now a little bigger house okay. you're basically a slave and he was explaining how his grandmother really couldn't she couldn't teach him everything about the world but he knew he had to go out there and get it 
you know, he knew he had to go out there, get it out the mud, get it out the mud how you can. Some people don't have the opportunities. That's what I was saying. Just because and these are, I mean, some, my cousin, for instance, same thing, like he had to get out the mud how he, how he could. He took his bumps and bruises as they came, but he's still successful. And, you know, for himself, this is what he wants to do. He wanted to be successful. He wanted to be an entrepreneur. He got it how he, got it how he lived, you know, and there's no, I don't have no issue with that. He had opportunities to go to college. His sisters and brothers went to college. He was like, college is not for me. This is what I'm going to do. You know, I know one thing. He got way more street smarts than a lot of us do. You know, he knows what's you know he knows what's up. If it comes to you know just getting dirty and down and in the, in the mud with it, if it comes down to putting a paper bag on a politician's table, he's probably more likely to do it than I am. Well, I can say that. Well, I'm, so, I'm not. I'm not gonna them. I'm not gonna do nothing. I'm not gonna say nothing derogatory and denigrating about them because those are our people. And just like you said, because that's another contradictory statement, you know, AM has children. My cousin has children. I see the comparison there between AM and my, my cousin, um, you know, on many levels. Right. But that he has children like I can't sit here telling man how to raise his children, <laughs> tell him what to do. The opportunity is there. He knows opportunity is there. And who's to say he's not taking advantage of it just because he don't say here this platform don't mean take advantage of it. AM's son. I mean, I saw the drawings from his son. Beautiful drawings. That boy gets that boy's a he's a genius as far as artistic wise. Artistic work, graphic design and everything. Nowadays that, that can carry you a long way. You know, should he go to college for him to decide, him and his mother. Well, you know, don't you know, I at the same time meaning that I'm talking down to him. I'm not talking down to him. I'm saying that we need to elevate, we need more black women in in, in colleges and higher education, period. We need to double that, at least. We need to be a part of this 21st century fourth industrial revolution, and we need to be getting grounded because we're being left behind. And so I'm not, I'm not, I'm not degrading what he said. I understand that he is a part. Now, the fight for your rate, he keeps saying that we are being left behind. On this, and I'm thinking, like I said before, if you're not the ones in control and building your own corporations, you're going to be left behind regardless. Now, not not when I'm saying that you don't still pursue to adapt to this new industrial age, which really that means you're going to have to understand some coding. Um a little bit more basic computer science or all the things now that's considered techie. Even as far as you might have to understand some Adreno, Raspberry Pi, some basic circuits, all these things that also plays a part, even including robotics. The point I'm trying to say is this, that these are things that young black boys, if they're not at it, are already at it. My thing is this, that you have to guide these youth in a direction you want to see where the community is going. The problem why a lot of black men don't move to a certain direction or try to elevate a see because they don't have no guidance, no proper mentoring, no structure. And that's one of the weaknesses we find here in the black communities, that we don't have real, real standards or structure amongst men. 
And a lot of young men come in these space to find structure and stability. So they have a sense of destruction. So they're not at it alone. And to really take advantage of this fourth way industry, there's going to have to be some of us that have not only knowledge, but some of us going to have to start creating these businesses for our youth to facilitate, to nourish and flourish with their ideals. Um, and I think the Black Brain Trust talk about this. And they're a very good um, outlet to check out because they're more in the tech side of things. But let me continue. All the challenges and things. But I, I don't understand how seeing half a college degree is helping the sons prepare for the 21st century. I didn't say that was helping the sons. You flipped my words around. Okay, I, I, I didn't, I'm just making that statement. I apologize. I'm not trying to say that. Mm-hmm. But, um, what I'm saying is that we do have opportunities. I'm here you make the statement we don't. We have 10 times more opportunities than my, our great grandparents did. When it comes to trimming your balls, right. use the man stick. Right. And maybe they, but maybe they can't see that. That's the thing. And that's why we have to say things like, go to Alabama A&M, join ROGP. I know you can do it. I have faith in you, young man, uh, when you have these children. So all I'm saying is that I'm not trying to, I'm not talking to, I'm just speaking that this is going to get the results we want. And I and even when I sent those things to what's your name to the breakdown, if we don't make these major changes now and how we're raising these children, then beautiful women like you who have a great deal to offer us an intelligent, resourceful man will be dogged out because she got a PhD, she quote thinks she's all that. Look, if you got standing up here and you've got these things going on. And that's, uh, that's one beautiful aspect of who you are. And then you find and you're pretty, then that's a whole package to me. So somebody's going to come up here and tell me that you're not going to enhance her life. But he's got to come with more than swag. Yeah, I, I, he comes with more than swag. No. That's <laughs> uh, amazing. Amazing. I said this early in the broadcast that the average man that has a certain education or level of, you know, resource, by default, they're not really too fond of wifing a lot of women that are so-called equally equally yoked in that same area because there is a certain entitlement, a certain um, I'm better than you in a certain way. There's a certain mentality it goes into us in this community in regards to education. As you know, most women on the average don't deal with real educated. If Ray wants to proclaim it as the emphasis that these men up here are the ones that should be getting these same black women that same areas of education, of quality, of some yoke. And I say, no, that is false. And I'm saying that most women, well, I'll say it's personally. America is very much a fat country. And normally, on the average, as you know, most women that get hired education, the more they let themselves go in regards to relationship skills and weight. So let's say a man does all this. What does he have left to really deal with out here on the average? None of something 
that's really appealing for him to really take seriously out here. And this is the argument, ladies, that a lot of men are talking about, which I see personally myself, my own eyes. The higher up the black woman gets, the more she's kind of disdainful and not really respect for the man, either he's of the same cowboy education or lesser or greater. Because like most, like the elder said on YouTube, you're not really raised or groomed in this society to really appreciate men or to be actual women or wives, like other cultural or race of women. So I think this might have come up on here. I'm going to keep playing. Matter of fact, I might drop the link, see if anyone wants to come up. Um, let me do that. I doubt people's going to come up, but let's see. I drop the link anyway. I'm going to continue playing this and, you know. Okay, so that's, maybe I was misconstrued with what I was saying. I'm a little passionate and whatnot. But my thing is, you know, it, you can't, you can't look uh, look down or have the a, a grievance. I shouldn't say look down, but have a grievance against people that are still they're still within our group. Um, that I, I cannot tolerate, you know, because well, I, how, how are you feeling that I have a grievance with? Okay, down. because because you have contradicted yourself two times on the subject. Um, and so I, that's what I, and it seems like it's a grievance that you're still, or some issue that you're still working out. And I understand, I understand what you're saying. I'm hearing what you're saying, but I have literally mentor students that were where they were. And I was, I was their TA, their mentor, you know, we weren't friends or nothing, but it was like, you know, they saw me as their big sister because they was like basically running for their life. You know, I'm just going to break it down. If you in Atlanta, your grandma, your aunt, your grandma in L.A. sent you to, you know, your grandma in L.A. in Long Beach sent you to Atlanta and you telling everybody about, you know, well, yeah, I was in it. You telling me personally, you know, at one point that I'm here because I had no choice. I had to come here. You know, I was, they would jump me back, jump in the game or whatever. And you're here in Atlanta. Like, OK, really? Then I have another student that's telling me that, um, you know, they're connected. So they're like, yo, I'm here because I need to be here. I need to figure out what I'm going to do here. You know, I may not stay in science, but I appreciate you being a TA. You're hard on us. You're hard as hell on us, you know. But, um, you know, I appreciate you being there. I appreciate you, you know, being hard on us and staying on us and helping us with our work and stuff like that. I appreciate that. And that really meant a lot to me. Even though some of the students didn't stay in science, I had no problem with that. Some of the students that made straight A's in my class, they... They switched their major the next semester. I was like, whoa, whoa, why'd you switch your major? What's going on? You don't like me no more? What's going on? Will I do something to you? You know, we got beef. What's up? What's going on? We got beef or something? Like, yeah, this is how I talked to them. And they was like, nah, we ain't got no beef. We ain't got no beef. And I'm like, what's going on? And they're like, man, man, you know, I'm going to switch over. I'm going to go into business, man. So it's too much money in Atlanta for me to miss, it, for me to miss out on it. That's what I had students telling me. I would like to do that at a higher level. You can be a higher level of entrepreneur with the college background if you've been a banker lending money to people or if you work for a business uh, for five years and you have an MBA, you have the connections and resources that you don't typically have coming from a poor background. 
So that's why they're limited in the type of businesses they're in right now. They're not in the type of businesses that are changing the economy right now because they have to have some access to technology and information because they're on businesses that are on the way out. And so a lot of, so we're in agreement, but I think that you have asked, you said, you women have said that you wanted the smart guys to stand up for you. You wanted the smart, and I'm going to challenge somebody who says F a college education. I'm going to challenge them because we don't, we only have 12% of black American men of uh, 25 and above with a bachelor's degree. And so I'm going to challenge that. But he can do what he chooses to. And I hope those children are overcoming those things. But we need to stand up for higher education. And it's important where we go and get those that grounding. And then we can take it to a higher level. And also, Nicole, hope at some point that we'll get back to that initial subject. Why smart men marry smart women? So let me ask you this question, because I, I talked to multiple PhDs that are in education, right? So how could all right, let me stop. Uh, yeah, I might continue just just for the back and forth review. Well, let me pause right here for more commentary. This is my thing. Ray is a cool dude. He's all right. Um he presents some information. Some of the information he presents pretty much out of date now and not really factual to the reality about men that's educate choose educate women or like they should marry educate women for a reason. To be honest with you, Ray, you're reading that from the lens from a white people's perspective, bro. And the few European men that do pick women that if they go through college and either graduate or whatever, they're not really marrying a lot of women on the average that has the same qualities as them. Now, not saying that women that have degrees are not able to find and marry these women that are of the same educated value or greater, but overall, most men that run business that are non-black most of their wives, on the average, that in their groups do have a degree, but they're able to still function in a relationship and act in regards to gender roles. Now, I hear this excuse what a lot of black people say because we live in a so-called supremacist system that this is the reason why, especially women, when I'm hearing from women's side, they can't act a certain way of feminine because they act masculine. To me, that is a choice. And let me tell you why. Why that's choice? Because for whatever reason, you act in the way you do. You are being rebellious to a point where you turn it on for one group of men on the average, and turn it off for another. So it tells me that you don't have no respect for the men in your community. That's why I want to hear a lot of this discussion about you know what the men are building, what they're doing. You're not going to get shit, boo-boo, if you're not acting properly. Usually men that's doing things are going to build regardless. And how he sees foot, he might not even pick you if you're not going to be respectful or what is considered 
to his level that he feels is worthy to even give the time of day. Now, we could blame America for breaking the segregation laws, as we see today, why a lot of men that's not white going out and marrying out more than ever. And they are doing this not only out um, in the community, but also in the college scenes as well. And now what I'm hearing now, a lot of young boys are not even giving black women the time of day. So this is a domino effect that is caused by the constant neglect of not bettering the boys in your community, especially when it comes to women in the community. Now, I heard someone say that, that they, they're fine, they could find other groups men, and they'll explore their options. But the problem is, to explore options, people got to be still be, be getting, have to be able to get and keep a man. And a man has to want to and go as far as marriage because how the man thinks, ladies, we really do count average marriage. If you're not been married to no man, particularly a black man, then really you're not doing nothing as a woman. The only thing you do is you're getting the sex, which a lot of people are comfortable nowadays in this culture of the pump and dump culture as we see fit now. Because that's what we see where it's only lying right now. But Overall, as men, we count marriage here. We don't really focus on how many partners you're able to give you attention and fuck you. We don't, we don't waste time with that. That's waste time. We count how long a man could, you could stay in a man in a relationship, which will lead to a marriage. That's how the Irish man keeps score when we look at you ladies. And normally, the younger, the better. And if you're past a certain age where if you didn't have kids and you're at that age where you're considered high risk, roughly 35 and older, then the chance likely of you getting a decent man or, you know, possibly getting married by a man is harder. And it could be goddamn even slimmer, depending if you carry yourself a certain way. If you have not improved in your relationship skills, keeping a balanced fitness and being friendly, cautious, and respectful, and have a and smile, you're not gonna get no man. That's the honest truth. And it's not me saying this, but you're gonna hear this again and again from other men, not in YouTube world. You're gonna hear this on the podcast. You're gonna even hear this in reality, real life. If you ask the average man. And some men will be honest with you, they will keep it real, tell you the truth. Now, the men that don't keep tell you what it is or keep it real with you, they're trying to protect your feelings. But the average dude that's on about some shit and is keeping it real with you, he's going to tell you the honest truth. So, um, Should I continue playing this? Uh, I'll play a few more minutes of this, and then I'm probably going to skip through this tape, and then I might call this a day. Um, there is no, let's say, if you want smart men, how come the smart women that are in these positions, have these degrees, have these connections, aren't, don't have programs for these boys, for their own boys, much less Facts. other boys' boys? What's I'm up, It's good to meet you, man. Good, good to meet you. I emailed you line in there. Well, you know, I was looking at Dr. Angela Miller in your area in Anaheim, and I was going to see about the Palmdale Elementary School. Mm-hmm. They are trying to do those things. No, they're not. We're trying to embrace No, they're, no, they're not. 
I know that. I, 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 that you know my, you know who my one of my good friends is, right? Who? Dr. Shiazan Johnson, right? Okay, yeah, yeah. You know who he teaches, right? Cal State University, uh, Fresno State, right? Yeah. He gets these boys. He get he gets uh, he gets these boys in every year. He's been doing this for twenty two years, right? Okay, seventy percent of the boys that even get into uh, get into uh, manage to get into uh, college. Mm-hmm. Freshman, seventy percent of them drop out. Why is that? Well, I think that they're in the wrong environment for their. That's why I advocate going to historically black colleges where they okay, have man. higher rate of success. I was at the type of environment that will allow them to self actualize. So let me ask. Let me ask you this, Ray. Let me ask you this, Ray. Let me ask you this. Okay, how are you going to get highly functional boys going to make through STEM or anything else like that when you are, when you have the, the average, well, only 10% of your black boys at grade reading level. Well, let me, let me break this down. That's, a, that's something that we have to work out. From your from manual arts high school, you've interviewed, I don't know, you've spoken with uh, Dennis Sperling, mm-hmm. attorney at law. Manual yeah. arts high school in Los mm-hmm. Angeles. Mm-hmm. Rambling State University degree in chemistry mm-hmm. was able to ground himself. Southern University Law School and he not only passed the Louisiana bar, the Texas bar, and the Florida. Yeah. That's unheard of coming from that background. So it no, it's not unheard. It's not unheard of. It's something very rare. It's, it's rare. The thing is, what the thing they're going to Cal State Fresno. They're almost they're not even at Berkeley. So we can, or UCLA now. It, but the point is, if they're going to schools that are not a match for their personal development, it, they can go to Southern University A and M. And become an engineer, and and and, and be working for Lockheed Martin. I've seen people do it. You see, they do it with the university in Georgia, Air Force, or maybe ROTC. Do 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 do. I've been I've been I've been listening to this stuff for freaking thirty years, man. Okay. And and you know what? And this stuff has been going on for a hundred years. This is not new. Okay. Mm-hmm. You go back to the Mohawk Conference of eighteen ninety. This is designed. Okay. There's there are ways. There are ways to do these things, right? But the thing is, is that what you don't realize is that the people, the in charge, the women that are supposed to care about their boys, care about the offsprings that do have a chance, do have networks, do have uh, uh, things to do. Have you ever heard of a black boy's rock? Yeah. How many program? How many programs that the black black girls have versus black boys? Right. They don't I'm asking. I'm asking. I mean, I, I'm not familiar with them. But I think that's 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 what we as black men need to do. How? We can put black boys in the middle. We're not going to do it saying that for college degree. That was kind of do it. We're not nurturing them. If you don't say, long before black men, and I'm old enough to know, long before black men says college degree, it was more and this would have been the same way for a very long time. And, when, and you, how, how can how can you demand that you have more black males doing this kind of thing when they have to run, they have to run this freaking gauntlet? Most of your boys start getting picked off uh, at age five when they try to shuttle when these uh, uh, these white dominated schools 
we really, they're all white dominant because they're all the same thing. Pretty much they're all the same curriculum. Try to shuttle them off into uh, special ed before they even, uh, before they're even five. Uh, Dr. T.S. Sanchez told that story about his son. And now his son, he had a PhD. His son, his son uh, started reading at the age of three. He could read 700 page books, Harry Potter books at the age of six. Okay. They try to shuttle him off and switch education. How does that happen? I'll tell you why that's happened. Because it's all a war strategy, a tactic. And not only is it a tactic, but you as a black man, you teaching and getting your son to basic level of reading, writing, and arithmetic in the same de-education school system that is run by pretty much 80% Caucasian women. Yeah, it's going to be lucrative to really find something wrong with the black boy to put him in special ed- education. And we also know this is a business. Unfortunately. And like any business, you don't take things too personal. They know what our boys are capable of and their potential. That's why back in the 70s, particularly mid-70s, when schools were completely integrated, and then we were um what's the word? Civil rights came to play after 64 going on 65 after the first 10 years you know what they did they said they look at say that we can't have these same children be on equal playing field with the educational so what's the best way to keep them behind special boys you create some cost special education which really came into the picture or was in the works which was presented and then was put in effect 45 years ago 1975. 10 years after civil rights. So don't be fooled, people. It's designed to keep you back, to hold your potential. They prefer that you drop out before you even finish. And God knows, at least a black boy could at least finish high school. At least. But they know that the more that you're able to be and read of level the less chance they're going to have to put prisons or build more prisons because prisons is a business and they cannot lock you up if you are literate if you're able to perform at a certain rate it's hard to lock up people when people are not being dumb by understanding the basics reading, writing, arithmetic especially reading and writing very difficult to lock up smile without that. So I'm going to continue playing this. We have to be more politically astute. We have how? to be more right. How can you do that? How can you let him finish? finish. Because, because you're not saying F a college degree. That, that has nothing to do with it, man. What, what structure are you going to do before you, before you even get to a college degree? Before yeah. you even get there? Well, that's that's a fair of how we're parenting. If you have no, sir, no, sir, where they're not even developed, no, sir, no, sir, no, sir, we know what works. Allow me to jump jump in here for a moment. Maybe I can redirect Ray to what he's not connecting the dots to. Yeah, about about three, maybe four years ago, my mother was diagnosed with cancer. Now, 
I had a house that's big enough to accommodate her, and of the 11 children, I was the only one in a position to accommodate her. Now, my mother's 83. She's what the world would consider to be functionally illiterate. Now, mind you, she had primary control of my primary education. If it hadn't been for foster homes, I would have never achieved the level of success I have. Now, let me go back and, and preface something. My mother has no idea what it means to be in college. She has no idea what it means to sit up and study for seven, eight hours a night to achieve passing grades. My mother essentially came from mothers or parents who were slaves. And I think that's what you're missing, right? Is that the abundance of these black men that are coming into high school and trying to get into college, they don't have that basic foundation to excel. So you're talking about the 12% of men going back and trying to reach that that 88% that's left when they have to fight the system, the parents, because it's all predicated on money. And if you don't have the money, you can't hope to change the system. I don't care what it is that you're trying to do. Now, in terms of what Angry Man said, I understand what Angry Man said because I have a brother who thinks the same way. And what we don't allow for in the black community is the blue-collar worker upon which the, the, the upper class of black Americans founded upon still exists. All classes. All classes. an an electrician. So I respect blue collar. No, 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 no. The vast majority of black America looks at blue collar workers as if they're sub, as if they really just an afterthought. When when something happens, those are the very people who are going to be able to turn what is going. Let's say the power grid goes down. You're not calling a chemist. You're not calling a doctor. You're not calling a scientist. You're going to call somebody that can work a jackhammer, a bulldozer, and a front hole to dig up the power. Also, going to call the electrical engineers, the power system engineers that run that from that level as well. So it's going to. But, but, they, but they're not going to dig. They're not going to Now, I don't think Ray has anything against people that are blue collar. But let's be honest. Majority of men today, because a lot of men on the average are logic. And I'm not saying black men can't go to school a four-year degree and get a degree. But this is my thing. If they're not getting a free ride to college, most of all the scholarship, depending on the grades and all that stuff, 90% or Let's say 70, 80% of the time, most black men are not going to go straight to college. They're going to go the other route, which is more of the hand labor route, blue collar route, to make their money and wealth. Because not only is potentially lucrative, but you don't get in debt. And that is the difference between the male and female counterparts in regards to how they view of how to make a living for themselves. And I'd agree with the brother said that, you know. You're not going to be calling doctors, lawyers, or et cetera. You're going to call somebody that's going to go in there, bootstrap in the field to dig up and fix that problem. All right. I'm going to fast forward this because I'm not going to stay here long. Like this for 20 years. How do you think China rose? Uh, Power. Okay. 
In other words, in other words, twenty years ago, more than twenty years ago, China, China, since nineteen ninety five, China had a program to actually train one million engineers and one million programmers a year. Okay, state sponsored. Okay, okay. it's a state sponsored thing. Basically, everybody knows if you want to train boys, especially black boys. You have to give them their own single sex education and nobody fights for that. And guess who guess who fights against it more than anybody else, more than white people? I know you say that women, black women do that. They do I, that. How many do you have in this country? Or because we're not going to get more. Ray, 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 stop talking. 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 Stop First of all, you have to go to your school board and demand it, right? Right. Mm-hmm. You got to go to your school board and demand it. If you if you want the kind of men that you want in mass quantities, right? You can't you can't wait for uh, a a, a, a less than one percent that trickle through that that landmine mm-hmm. that we set out for black boys from the time that they're five years old and, and pick off the ones that make it, okay? Because the ones that do make it to college, like Dr. Tsn says. 70% of them have to drop out. Okay? Mm-hmm. So you're losing 70% of them. Before. 70% quote have to drop out. Now 70% may be dropping out, but I'm not accepting that you're going to have to drop Well, you don't have to, you don't have to accept have anything to accept or accept anything. Out. Those are the numbers, sir. You don't have to accept anything. If it was up to you, if it was up to you, that when is that work, sir? If we get them to historic black colleges, if how long we have, how long we have, black colleges, they are more successful, and then they can go to Maine. That's not necessarily true. Oh god, this dude is stupid as fuck, man. Just because you don't go to the average white, hey, what's good, Lashon? Um, the white. So-called colleges going to a so-called quote-unquote historic black child college, it will be no different. The results will be no greater, no better. And I'm gonna keep it real with y'all. A lot of people that don't push historic black college, you know, a lot of black people don't push that now in the 21st century or the last century, is because they know going through a so-called quote-unquote black. College where there's black people and maybe possibly black teachers or whatever the case may be are not gonna get those same jobs on the average with resume if they come from another a college that's predominantly black. On the average, not saying that they do, not saying you go to a black college, you're not gonna still get hired work for IBM on or something. Nope. The point I'm trying to say is this they don't respect you either or on any university, especially where you got from a black college in regards you got this degree in this certain field. And it goes back to get it's not what you know, it's who you know. What network you can find that you could pull from a historic black college right now? And I want people to leave this in the comment section and educate me that you could get a job in those top fields, um, corporations. That's someone that gone through MIT, Harvard, Yale, or any of those other bigger universities that's white control 
which historic black college is, you could say, white control because it is funded through the state, then you can still get the same result in regards to getting employment if people have to work for these people. I'd like to hear from you all in the comment section on this. Educate me, please. I'm going to continue to play, and I'm going to fast forward and then maybe wrap this up. An example of my own thought. That's that I gave you. I mean, I thought I, I don't know if I have to say things a certain way, but I don't like having to say break stuff down so simple in little tiny ass little bites for everybody to get even in the back of the room. I don't like doing that. When I said what I said, and what I said was, I was a TA, a teacher's assistant. You can kind of guess where I'm going. But my students, they didn't even want to stay, male and female, mostly mostly male. This class was 98% black. Okay, just my class. Many of the others, 100% black. This is HBCU in Clark, at Clark Atlanta University, right there. Okay, right next door to Morehouse and Spelman walking distance. We're standing there and I had the end of the year and some of the students, some of the black male students made straight A's in my class. Never had straight A's in science. But they made straight A's in my class and they still switched their major to something else or left. They said, I quit. It's too hard. I'm not doing this. Or I want to do something else. I'm going to switch my major. So they dropped out of STEM. They dropped out of science. They went to law. They went to business. They went to computers. A lot of them went to computer science. They said, forget this, I'm going to computer science. And when, when many of them found out about the um, the nanotechnology that was going on, the nanotechnology um, complex that they have at Georgia Tech, they transferred to Georgia Tech. That is a... a I, I can see you still being successful. They didn't drop out of college. They changed to a different major that was more interesting, but they're still going to be at level and have an understanding where they can participate in the highest. Give me some numbers. Give me some numbers, man. Give me some numbers. In other words, in other words, you're guessing. Give me some numbers, man. What, what is the vast majority of students that go to uh, 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 historically HBCUs? Are they male or female? They're female. Yeah, they're female. They're female. Yeah. No, no, it's like 75% female. Yeah, it's exactly. Ain't no 50%. And guess what? Historically, historically, what point are you making? In, in other words, in other words, we're, we're not helping the boys get there. They don't get there by themselves, okay? And, and, you, have, and you, have to, you have to have a structure. You have to have a structure. That is built to get them there. You, they don't just come out of the In other words, you're, you're saying you say, well, one one thing you you're basing it on on the men, right? Okay, you're basing it on the people that are the permanent underclass of this country and have been so for 300 years. Okay, and the thing is, what it comes down to: do black women really want these kind of men? Hmm. I believe that educated black women do. The no, they don't. I've seen. I've seen that. Okay, you saying? Let me make my point in this, please, John. Okay. We've heard women say that they want men at least on their level or above. So you've got more women who are college graduates. They're 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 making these higher incomes. They're paying off their loans. They're paying off their homes. Mm -hmm. and so they're saying this like on the other hand, we're saying things then we can rise to that occasion. We have avenues to do it. 
We have, as you said, state support. We have financial aid that's available to these guys. They can start at junior colleges. They can start at historically black colleges. As long as they get to that point, and as the uh, has said, even if let they me, know when you start out as a, 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 as a chemist and they become a computer scientist or an electrical engineer, as long as they are to get an MBA, that's still fine. But what we're saying is that we need to encourage them. It was about oh. the third week into Kathy's weight loss. For F a college degree. Okay, okay, Ray, 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 I, I understand that the women, the feminists, did kill that. So, in other words, <laughs> no, hold on a second, Ray, 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 hold, hold, Ray, 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 hold on a second, okay? So, if the if the women, if the women that are at that top, at the top, that want these kind of guys, and know that these kind of guys need to be trained from the ground up, okay? And they have boys. How come the women aren't stepping into the breach and doing all they can to get these kind of boys? Let, let, let me also make this point real quick. I asked the question, sir. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm asked, See why the brothers create this term, Maggle. I'm not sure who's still watching this, but how long down here, man? Because I don't know if I could continue listening to this. You know, I was kind of glad Nicole had those men came up on the panel and started really asking the man some serious questions. 
thing I found out of all this, he mentioned a few men that are, I think, in the billionaire range and asking why didn't these brothers funded it. But the biggest question I ask that most of these um, established that still hold it on is state funded and sponsored. And the women, yes, they have made the conscious effort to strike it down because if it's not involving the girls, they don't want nothing solely for the boys. So they're right there. There's an entitlement and a very selfish nature in regards to our black women or what they want to call black queens overall, etc. And it proves the point to the man that doesn't understand that you as a man, you might be able to get what you want, but the overall of black boys will suffer because of a neglect to put the emphasis of investing more time in the boys to make sure boys come out better. And that's just the bottom line truth. Um, I'm gonna play. Matter of fact, let me keep going. Come on, skip this. I suppose I was gonna skip, it, but I'm going to skip it. That took me to college campuses where my heart. Okay, so this thing that black women don't want, and they were the ones uh, yelling the loudest when I graduated from high school, when I graduated from college and graduate school, because that's their Ray Alexander. That's not, you know, so I know that there are some women tripping, but I know that the women that I grew up with loved me enough to go uh, to go over my math studies, to go over my English studies, to help me, to take me to karate, to Ray. take me to Ray. Ray, that's a personal Ray. anecdote. We're talking about the math. I'm showing you. That there are women who want that. They are saying consistently that they're really. And so I'm good enough. So, so let me ask you this question. All those women that you that said helped you, did they did they go down to the school board and help other black boys do the same thing? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not, not necessarily. So all Why not? Why not? Own children first? No, no, no. What I'm saying is you you want a mass effort, right? Well, well uh let me say this. Remember, there was this argument that came up about how. Let me say, couple, couple, on, on the black manuscript a couple years ago about being the cleanup man. So, if, at least oh. be responsible for your own first. And then you can. Right, 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 right. All right, I'm going to fast forward it. That dude just said some dumb shit. Now, what the hell does a cleanup man have to do with the education of black boys and. Your aunts that they could have stepped in and said something about what about the other boys? Damn everything else. That's what I wind up. But I'm gonna call up everybody else's time. I'm gonna fast forward to something that he just said and I'm gonna wrap this up. Let me see. I'm gonna skip to the four hour ten minute mark. <laughs> Hold certain tasks, you have all these different responsibilities. You get paid a salary to do what you're paid to do. You're supposed to do as a CFO. Um, if you're not there, who's right? 
shit falls apart, it's not your fault. You ain't there. So that goes exactly with a family. A family unit and everything. This is pretty much a business that's running. We're trying to keep things going. If you ain't there, I can't blame you for that. Blame the person who's the supposed CEO who's supposedly running everything as a chief executive officer as the mama. But you're she's inept. She cannot do what she's supposed to do as a CEO. Okay, that's a perfect example. You're gonna run right past that, and you know why? Because here's the problem, Nicole. It's because mm-hmm. fellas like him believe drink the Kool Aid instead of looking out, mm-hmm. looking out the window and seeing reality for what it is and not what you want it to be. Mm-hmm. Number one, how the hell can you blame somebody who's not there compared to the person who has total and un an unadulterated influence over a child. Mm. Think about that. See, if, if black women had a problem, didn't have a problem. I mean, if they really saw that they had a problem, that your sons have a front row seat to fucking Central Bookings and not fucking Morgan State. Mm. But but you don't see that. I mean, Whoa. goddamn, Doctor Tiasar Johnson said. By the time the average black boy gets to fucking eighth grade, only 10% of them can read on level. Hey, check this out, Ray. If if, if, a, if a single mother, if there's a woman that's in a relationship with a dude, she gets pregnant. By the time the boy turns five years old, the father leaves and never comes back. After he gets grown, he be, after the boy gets grown, he becomes the NBA superstar. Who gets credit for that? The, the mom will claim credit for that. Mom will get credit for that. Okay, so if that same boy grows up and becomes a fucking degenerate criminal, why does the father get credit for that? Because he was absent. And that's why I'm end it right there. Mago. Mago, Mago, Mago. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. So, ladies and gentlemen, what we have learned tonight is the miseducation of this maggle. As you know, clearly, Ray is not well-versed of reality. He's going by Eurocentric standard, white talking points. Most articles he presented during the hearing of this dream was written by non-black people, particularly maybe female base, and he's putting it in places on the average black population here in America. I'm telling you personally, it's bullshit. Or malarkey, or you want to call these special words. He did not prove no point. He goes as far as even the last question from AM about if the son comes out good, the mother takes all credit. But if the son comes out bad and she raises boy from zero to eighteen, now his blame goes to the father. You cannot make this shit up, people. You just can't make this shit up. I wish I could, but y'all heard it from yourself. So I have to thank Miss Ali. For that broadcast she's done. I mean, I've learned a lot. Trust me, honest, I've learned a lot. I'm 
very disappointed, to be honest with y'all, of this individual coming up and talking about educate men should marry educated women. But the question you should always ask, Mr. Ray, and any brother that thinks this, what type of woman you're getting with this education? Because it's proven evident if you go and seek and get that type of woman, nine tenths time is not going to be an educated woman that's in your group. And trust me, there are some sisters with degrees from masters to PhDs, but overall, the men that they're seeking or they contain or possibly get is men that they don't really want on the average, especially if it's from a black man. Not only data might reveal this, but you can see through the men that open their mouth the most about this. It is what it is. There's no way around it. So my answer to that is no. The higher the education man is, the more the women he deals with better be on his program. And if you're a woman and you act like a complete chick, then obviously you only going only thing that's gonna happen. You got a degree and you're black as a woman, you better be feminine, respectful, and submissive to the any quote unquote educated brother that got degrees and has a very high status, which will make him, depending on how he uses education, in level of high-tier men. And with high-tier men, there are levels to this shit. No mistaking about it. So, you know, this is chaos right here. I thank everybody for um, tuning into this stream. Like always, um, comment, subscribe, and like this video. And if you're not following me on Twitter, you know, hit me up on Twitter. I might start being more active on Twitter. We'll see. Um, but, you know, that's what it is. So.